And hello everybody, this is Mama D, and welcome to a conversation with friends. Another Sunday night, and we're all about to have a little bit of fun. My guest this evening, I've had him on before, uh, with his better half. Well, of course, it's always a better half. You know how I am. Um, Jen, and, but this time I kept him alone, because it's, just, it's a short amount of time, and I want to see what he's up to, and introduce him to those of you who don't know who he is. This gentleman has a voice that will just sort of make you sit down and go, hey, and listen to what he says because it's very calm, it's very soothing, and it just gets through all that mush that you have going on in your brain. So, Rich Valdez, I thank you very much for agreeing to be on with me again. And, thank you for uh, having me on. It's, it's a blast. I, I listen to your lives when you do them on Facebook, and you have... Whether it's something that, that, that rings with me 100% or it just t- touches on the edges of what I'm dealing with, everything you say has a, affects people. I, I can remember one live that you did uh, just this week that uh, somebody in the, cha- in the chat of the Facebook Live says your, your lives affect everybody whether they, you know, it's a direct connection or not, which is true. Well, my my lives are are just a reflection of what I may be uh, noticing as a trend on social media at the time, or uh, something personal, or if I'm just uh, promoting for Wayward Souls Promotions or anything else that a radio show or anything for that matter. But I try to always try to keep everything upbeat and positive. We have enough negative going on in the world. We don't need me adding on to it. Yeah, but I don't, the thing is you don't. Even when you're in a, I think even when I've seen you not in a good mood about something, and I can't say not in a good place because you're never in a in a bad place. You're just like, at that moment, it's like, ooh, now you want to have to, to share the, the frustration in a way because you know that a lot of other people go through the same thing. And even if you just touch that one person, which I believe you do touch more than just one person with your life, uh, because I've seen it. I've seen people comment in life that, that you help them out, you know, because it's something that they were thinking or something that they were going through. And you just came in and, like I said, you know, it was affecting you. Something was affecting you, but without realizing it, somebody else was being affected by the same thing. So maybe not the exact same thing. So it's like really... So, if anybody doesn't know Rich Valdez, please follow him on Facebook. He doesn't accept any friends. He stopped with me, poor man. <laughs> but follow him on Facebook, and you get to see his lives. And I'm um, sorry, guests in the chat room, I see you trying to type in, but you can only type into the chat room if you're logged into uh, the Intuit Talks Network. Sorry. Okay. So... All right, um, you have you have so many things going on. It's it's amazing that, like I said before, before the show started, that you remember to breathe. First off, you have a beautiful Jen, and you have the adorable princess. Oh my gosh, she is so sweet, your child, your daughter. Now you have other children, but I always yes. I'm a little munchkin. So tell me about your other children. Yes, I I have. Uh... 24, about to be 25-year-old daughter. Um, uh, she's going to be turning 25 October 17th. Uh, my son is 19. He, he turned uh, 19 this August 24th. That just passed. And uh, yeah, I have a plethora of family uh, in Miami. Uh, of course, you know, uh, being here with Jen and... and uh, our baby girl, uh, she makes me feel at home when I'm here. But, of course, I miss home. Um, so I tend to uh, – I've, I've become somewhat of a gypsy um, and as of late uh, going back and forth from Miami to Utah. And for those that don't know the distance um, between Florida and the state of Utah, it's a, it's a good three-day drive. And I usually oh, tend to drive in the evening. So I, I, that way I avoid a lot of traffic, and by the time I'm stopping, it's just time to check into a hotel, uh, maybe sleep four or five hours, and then get back on the road again. 
Mm-hmm. You usually see the hot part, hot parts of the day, and travel when it's quiet-ish. So that's that's a lot. How often do you do you do the? So right now um, I've seen you in 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 Utah for a while now. I haven't seen you back in Florida. It's been a while, but I don't pay attention. I do pay attention, but not exactly where you are. I just see you, and I know you're there. But you've been in in the baby girl for a while. Yes, I I feel it's very important to be in in her life as much as possible, okay. and uh, I've been here since uh, I believe June 11th um, of this year, and I will be heading back the day after Halloween, uh, just so that uh, that's a good once again three three day drive. Uh, but I'll be heading back down uh, with Jen and the baby, so. Um, they're going to be there with me for about two weeks and celebrate, help celebrate the the big five zero for me because my birthday is November seventeenth. Yes, yes, fifty. My God, that's so young. <laughs> well, I I wish I saw it that way. I, I consider it the uh, halfway point, um, uh, but it is what it is, and uh, you do the best you can with what you have, and I try to keep active. Uh, physically, you know, I, I work out or at least uh, do cardio every day one way or the other. I think, like I was discussing with you earlier before the show started, I'm going to take a, a day off today. And besides, it's been a rainy kind of day, so no reason for me to be going up and down the hills here in, in Salt Lake City. Eee, true. Um, I don't know what it is, but, but you're not the first – Person that I know that male person that I know that's turned fifty. I had a good friend uh, a couple years back, and he went through a, I say major depression, but he got he got really sad for a, a day before, the day of, and the day after that he was turning fifty, and he thought it was he felt like oh my god I'm old, but fifty is you know fifty is like nothing. I'm going to be fifty eight this year. I actually skipped a year. I had my uh, my best friend. I kept saying I was 56, and she looked at me and she goes, mm-mm, 57. You're going to be 58 this year. I was like, I'm really bad at calculations. And she reminded me, and I was like, oh, okay, fine. But it's, it, as I say, our bodies might be 57, though my, sometimes when you wake up in the morning, like 157. But, you know, your, your babies will keep you young at heart. And she will, she is so gorgeous and so adorable. She's gonna have. To, she's gonna keep you running. <laughs> There's no time. Oh, she already know. is. <laughs> There's no time. She already to... is. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, two two days ago, uh, Jen had another photo shoot, and um, we didn't really have a babysitter to watch the baby, so um, I tagged along. Uh, my mistake was putting on cowboy boots and running all over downtown. Salt Lake City, and, uh, you know, just, I felt bad keeping her strapped in the the um, stroller for as mm-hmm. long as I did, but whenever I'd let her out, she was trying to run into the street or into an alleyway, and I'm like, no, 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 I can't run in these boots, so, yeah, no. and I'm too old for this, <laughs> so I, I, I just, <laughs> I kept her entertained as much as possible, that, let's see, we, we headed out of here uh, 11.30, in the morning, and we didn't get back until 7.30 in the evening. And that that was with Jen also spending about an hour and a half in the makeup chair to get uh, the makeup prosthetics for um, uh, the Freddy Krueger shoot. And uh, then we had to head straight over to the downtown area and start taking pictures, and it it was a good four-hour shoot after that. Well, um, I saw her pictures on Facebook. I don't know if they've gone out 100%, but it's the dead dollies that she's part of. Um, and she she is uh, officially president of Dead Dollies magazine, but you can actually see all of her pictures mm-hmm. uh, in Jen's Pandora shots uh, or Jen's Pandora's uh Picks or shots or something like that. I, I forget which one it is. Um, I'll 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 give you the exact um, uh, name for it. 
but she she's constantly posting and uh all the pictures she's had at least three uh shoots um the past uh this past month uh, mm-hmm. alone it's Jen, Jen's Pandora shots uh so if anyone wants to check out her page and her pictures she's always oh, posting there that's and, love it. Um, I'm not yeah. a super horror fan, but I thought, I thought it was awesome. All the, the spooky characters like Freddy Krueger and them, but they were all represented as, as the women. All, it was all women. Yes. And I thought that was totally awesome. I'm not a spooky person. Movies. I'm a big well, fan. It's, it's, a, it's a new genre that's taken um, a foothold of the modeling world where they're, now they're doing cross-gender um characters uh, so if there's a male superhero you'll see it as a female dressed up as a male superhero and vice versa um and this one particular uh individual that was actually running uh the whole photo shoot uh i believe her name is jessica if i'm not mistaken uh she She's the one that that planned the whole photo shoot, and uh, now it seems like we have found also a a, a whole new group of uh, models and photographers that we're going to be working uh, hand in hand with while we're here. Okay. Uh, until I head back to Miami. Well, speaking of photography, which is another way segue to it, you have, I believe, picked up your camera again. You used to do this before. Yes. Your Facebook page is Sinister 17 Shots. All the links that we're talking about, people are in the chat room, so if you get the chance to come into the chat room, you can copy them there. But, um, again, another another tool in your, in your toolbox, the things that you do, because the, you you do the shots. You've done a couple of shots with Jen. I've seen a few of them with, you've done with Jen. Yes. But that can go, it can be used in everything that you do, because you have uh, wayward souls from emotions, you have uh, your paranormal. Well, let's try this one again. Paranormal consulting agency. So everything yes. can, you know, it sort of fits hand in glove. So mind you, Jenny, uh, yeah. the, the prettiest model you have. So there you go. I agree. I, I <laughs> uh, I'm prejudiced. You better because you're gonna be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I used to do photography back in the day when I was in college. Uh, I only studied it for three months. Uh, this was back when digital anything didn't exist. Uh, yeah. we're talking about 1988. I, I had to actually, uh, buy film and I would buy the film and, uh, go ahead and, and use, um, uh, the darkroom to process all the, the, the photographs. And that in itself was um, something that it took it took a um, a minute for me to go from uh, the dark room to just realizing that now it's all digital and all you have to really do is uh, just you know download it onto your computer and you're good to go. Yeah, it's funny because I was listening to something on the radio, and if you say to some of the kids these days that when we used to take pictures, it was on a it was on a roll of film. It'd be like, what? You know, it's like one of those things that you see on Facebook and they show you pictures and old rule of them and say, do you know what this is? And the kids are like, I have no idea. You know, like a dial telephone, rotary telephone. They have no idea. God, do I feel old. <laughs> yeah, that's when you show your age, unfortunately. But, you know, uh, as everything in life, everything evolves. Yeah, exactly. It does. Um, okay, so. Paranormal Consulting Agency is your your uh, paranormal team. The website for your paranormal team. Yes, that, that's correct. I've been investigating for well over 30 years um, by myself for the longest time, and then I went ahead and uh, joined my first team back in 2003. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's one thing to investigate on your own. It's another to actually um, investigate within the confines of a team. So in 2003, I joined South Florida Ghost Team. And they were TAPS affiliated. Uh, so it was practically a case every two weeks 
And that was at the height of the paranormal craze that was happening. Mm -hmm. And I went ahead and uh, stayed with them until 2005, and then I started my own team um, in 2005 called National Paranormal Society. Around 2009-ish, I changed the name from National Paranormal Society to Paranormal Consulting Agency to best reflect with what we were I found ourselves doing more of, which was consulting on other people's cases that were calling us in, and I found it to be a better way of uh, translating over. So we, um, by that time, uh, John Vassis had uh, already asked me to be a part of his team, Prisney, and uh, by 2010, I had Bishop Long reach out to me and ask him to or he asked me to, to become a part of uh, the paranormal clergy as an administrator, and I went ahead and joined. And then I finished my, finally, uh, demonology uh, mentorship um, through Bishop Long. It took five years, but uh, now I'm officially uh, recognized by the United States Old Catholic Church as one of three demonologists that work for them and Bishop Long. Yeah, if I remember last time, okay, uh, I was looking because I've been, I, Bishop Long is one of the people I'd like to get on my show, but that'll be next year because I'm booked up until the end of the year, but you, like a lot of people go, oh, well, who are all these people? I know these people through names, through friends who talk about them and, and look up to them, but do you know that there's a lot of people who look up to you as well? And other, you say the name Rich Valdez and say, "Oh, I know him." And did this, did this. So it's like you're like up there with the John Zappas's, this, 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 and the Bishop Longs. I don't get the uh, invitations to paranormal conventions like they do. Uh, in fact, none at all, to be honest with you. So I, I really don't consider myself in the upper nonchalance of uh, the Bishop Longs or Chip Coffees or John Zaffis's. Uh, I'm, I've been in the paranormal for so long, and I, I, I often feel that until you actually land um, uh, a spot on a TV show or your own TV show about the paranormal is the only time that you become a blip on the radar when it comes to the convention circuits. Mm -hmm. But uh, even though I've been on TV, on I was on a haunting about two years ago, okay. and it really was only for five seconds. It premiered in one of the uh, cases that we had act we were able to actually help a client out and find peace finally. And uh, um, uh, the bulk of the time went to the rest of the team, which is good, and I, I'm not complaining. But mm -hmm. uh, the five five seconds is really not even 15 minutes of fame. Um, but I've been in documentaries before. I've, I've been mentioned in two books already that have been published. And uh, regardless of all, my, all of my accomplishments, I think everything comes with um, uh, a time. You know, there's a time for the paranormal. There's a time for photography. There's a time for uh, promotions. There's a time for everything. It's just a matter of whatever the universe decides to plop right in front of you and say, here, handle this now. It's very true. And and the thing is, when you do what you do, you, like, like your, your waiver sold promotions. And you know how I am. I jump from one thing to the next, but it just sort of works out. Sure. Your waiver sold promotions is you promote um, uh, paranormal investigation teams, models, uh, mediums, psychics, authors. You have a, a plethora of people in your list of people. But the thing is, what people don't get is that you guys, it's, you promote other people. You don't promote yourself unless it's involving promoting somebody else. Because, like, you'd be like, okay, right. Ruby Souls promotion it promotes uh, Cheryl Lynn Carter. She was my first right. guest back on the air this year, so I remember her name. Um, but you, you go out there and you do what you do for her and promoting her and promoting whoever it is that you're doing. But what people don't realize is the work that you guys put into this. So you do what hey, you do. And, but you do it quietly from yourself. We, it's, it's, yes, 
Yes. Uh, well, hopefully not so quietly for the people we promote for. No, for that's the thing. You promote your people. You promote yeah. your people to the umpth degree, but for you, it's like, yeah, okay, if, if I am, you know, Richelle is, but here's, you know, your voice raises when you when you speak about your your clients. Well, we we have the likes of Eric uh, Back and Joel Sturgis, David Childers, just to name a few, Paul mm-hmm. Welch. Um, and uh, Kimberly Hadabule, which is a very uh, well-accomplished um, author, as well as Sherilyn Carter. Um, we added Vicki Burnett to uh, the clientele list uh, this year, in fact. And I've known her for over 10 years and actually helped her develop her psychic abilities and has her own show. Uh, once in a while, she'll do her show, uh, Picks, uh, where she reads, uh, photographs that are sent in to her by um, people, and uh, she has she's developed quite the following. Um, we also have Southern Paranormal Investigations, and also Lori Johnson and Haunted MD as well, and Chelsea Damali. So we, we have a lot of people there, and and very soon we're already building a, another page to add on to Wayward Souls that is going to be strictly for uh, models that we promote and get the word out there. And as mentioned earlier, uh, Dead Valleys first started out with uh, Jen being offered the vice presidency uh, for the West Division here for Dead Valleys magazine. But mm-hmm. uh, since then, the uh, uh, president uh, of this chapter has, ha- has been made to step down and she's been offered the president position. I don't know if she's gonna make me um, <laughs> The vice president, well, I know she might, maybe not, I'm not sure, but um, I already have enough on my plate, and uh, <laughs> who knows, I'm, I, I may take it, I may not take it, it all depends on whether I feel I can actually handle that or not, so mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. But the thing is, you guys work as a team pretty much with everything that I see. Yes. You know, I mean, you do your photography, you do other stuff, but you also do you also do pictures of Jan. Your waiver souls promotions, that's the two of you together. You know, yeah. everything and of course you have the princess, but she's the big boss there, y'all are just her name. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm just uh, I gotta answer to, to the boss. Uh, when it comes to Wayward Souls, when it comes to Dead Dollies and, and I don't mind. I, you know, the way I see it I uh, I, I have I have my other responsibilities within the paranormal field. I have my mm-hmm. own team, which I I co-founded and lead as well. And uh, you know, I'm always working on some some other projects. I'm in fact I've been working on a project with uh, Justin Brown, um, and uh, that in itself is going to be a pre-record show of him and I just talking about subject matters that involve. Um, you know, the, in, the discrepancies and indiscrepancies when it comes to being a paranormal investigator and how that meshes with, uh, religion nowadays. And mm-hmm. it makes it a very, very interesting, uh, topic, uh, to be speaking of. And, uh, hopefully we'll be coming out with a few of those shows towards the end of the year, maybe at the beginning of the, of next year. Please make sure I know. What's that? I said, please make sure that you tell me when, where, links. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, definitely. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff. Um, I am not part of the, the, the paranormal community because I sort of, for me, I sit on the sidelines. I watch what you guys do. Um, I've watched a few teams. I just discovered that, hold on a second, the Ghost Brothers are on YouTube. Because I don't get the channel. I try. Up here in Canada, you just won't give us that good American station to watch. And I, I, I laugh hysterically. I look, because I know that the TV shows are exactly what it is. They're entertainment. They give you the bits and pieces, what they have not left on the cutting room floor to, to for their, for their ratings. But these guys, right. these guys are funny. And I think that's, it's, to me, it's TV. I haven't, I don't, Look at it, like, and like I said, I know that they do probably very, you know, do good work and help the people that need to be helped. But I look at yeah. it and I think it's funny as all. <laughs> the guys are funny as all out. 
I think they're hysterical. Well, there's, but, there's a lot of a lot of teams that start off uh, being inspired by these shows, and mm-hmm. they don't seem to understand that um, an investigation, at least the ones I've been involved in, take up uh, up to three weeks to maybe six weeks because you got to go over evidence. You have to consult with the clients. You you have to find a way to help them out if mm-hmm. something needs cleansing or they just need guidance or maybe they have the gift and they don't even know that it's out of control and they need to find a way to control it. Uh, regardless how you look at it, this is part just, just a, the tip of the iceberg of what it takes to be a paranormal investigator, but there's so many people out there nowadays that Oh yeah, but also the people who the people who watch the TV, they just think, okay, that's the show, that one hour thing, that's everything that happens. But it's not. It does take the time. It does take the effort for, if not the team itself, but other people to to do the 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 research and everything else that needs to get done. And correct. You know, and you probably have a they probably have a bunch of people, uh, you know, having their backs. But it's not just that show, the Ghost Brothers. It's, they were the ones I watched recently. That's why they're stuck in my head. But I mean, I watch I watch the live Facebook lives of of investigations, and a lot of people go, "Well, why do you watch it? Nothing happens." Yeah, but that's that's what you don't see on the TV shows. It's nothing is happening. But people teams are are willing to give you that that backstage pass, as it were, to see that there are times when nothing happens. There are times when anything that's caught is caught on camera or caught on uh, recording sounds that they only catch after because then it involves a lot of sitting to listen to things and, and sitting and paying attention to whatever they caught on video or didn't catch on video. And a lot of times there's places that you go to and there's just nothing going on at all. It's like fishing. Yeah. You, know, you cast your bait and your hook and you hope to, to get a nibble here and there. And sometimes you do, or sometimes you catch the big, you know, marlin. But at the end of the day, it, it all depends on... Uh, whether you were able to capture something at all, and I, 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 I don't watch the shows as as much at all. If anything, I used to back in the day, but yeah, I think we all they, they're all the same. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just because they're the ghost the is is like the newest thing. Everybody's like, oh, I'm always hearing about them, hearing about them, and I, like I said, for me, I looked on the TV and it, I think it was Travel Channel or something. And I thought, oh, I think mm-hmm. I have it, but I have the Canadian Travel Channel, which is not the same thing at all. Gotcha. But uh, uh, a friend of mine says, go check out, see if it might be on YouTube. So I think I did catch one or two of them on YouTube, and you can pretty much find almost anything on YouTube these days. But and I thought they were, I thought they were interesting guys. They were funny guys. They they took themselves seriously when it was neat when it was necessary, but they also had a good laugh. And I've noticed that that a lot of people. Um, I could think of one team in particular, uh, Paranormal Mysteries. They take their what they do seriously, but they also have a good time and enjoy it. But people, but people only see what they want to see. Yeah. And so you just see the people it's laughing good. and having a good time. You don't see all the hard work that's involved in it. It 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 takes a minute for people to to understand until they actually do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, you know, I've seen, I've met a lot of people along the way that uh, start investigating the paranormal, and they think, oh, we're we're going to be doing this for an hour. No, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I've been at investigations that take six, eight hours, and uh, then you're lucky if you capture maybe thirty minutes worth of of uh, evidence. And they they seem to think that everything is just like the shows, and it's, that's not how it works. I think the only show that I, I actually like and the one that I am looking forward to seeing um, is Dead Files uh, with Amy April Allen and Steve Deshavi because they don't use equipment. They simply use her gift and his his background into doing research as a, as a New York detective. And they come together at the end, uh, never coming in contact with each other. And whatever she got during during her walkthrough with impressions and what he got with uh, actual facts, they're usually able to match. And um, it's the only show that I've seen that doesn't capture EVPs or use cameras or anything like that. Mm-hmm. The other one I'm looking forward to watching is, uh, uh, it's called the, the Holster Files, I believe, because 
uh, Hans Holzer was one of the, actually the first uh, parapsychologist that I ever read his book on, uh, The Paranormal. Okay. And he's the one that inspired me to look further into the paranormal back in the day. So to see that they're bringing, uh, I consider the the forefather of the paranormal, the, the man that really started all of this, uh, to and they're revisiting all of his case files. I think it's a good thing to do because people need to realize that it's not all what you see now. Okay. All these people are 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 taking advantage of all the hard work that was done by the Hans Holzers of the, you know, the yesteryears and the Ed and Lorraine Warrens and the John Zaffis, which is still involved in the paranormal. Those are the people that we should be looking up to. And well, I've uh, heard a lot of the people Warrens. come to lose their way. Yeah, I've yes. heard of the Warrens, and like I said, I've heard of John Zaffis because a lot of people talk about it. But the the holster calls that's that's a new name for me. So again, you've given me more homework. I think you do that every time I I, I speak with you on the show. <laughs> you give me homework. Um, Tammy, great, thanks. I'm glad you're here. Uh, we have we have two guests, two people in the chat room. We have a beautiful lady, Jen, and we have Tammy, and we have a guest who hasn't signed in. So I guess <laughs> that's one thing about uh, Intuitos. If you want to come into the chat room, and it's great, you can chit chat whatever you want. But you have to sign into Intuitas to be able to chat. Because for some reason, there are people who like to cause a ruckus in the chat room. And right now, we have the ladies in the chat room. So there's no ruckus going on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And those are, the, if it's the Tammy I'm thinking of, uh, it's that's another special woman in my life, too. And uh, I have two very special women in my life, and Jen and Tammy. So I, I thank God that they're in my life. Without them, I really, I'd be a disaster. So that's saying a lot. Well, Jen says she can't hear, so I'm going to type in, go up, and hit play. Yeah. I knew they would all, that, I don't know what it is, but every show I have done since I've started radio, there's <laughs> always been some kind of glitch, some kind of hiccup. Yes. You did, and it's not working. Okay. It'll be on archives, which is not fun. But, oops. You could refresh. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> woohoo, gorgeous people. Um, okay. Don't understand why it's not, I'm gonna do, well, let's just, let's just make sure. Yeah, okay, I hit record. Because one day I did a show. <laughs> I didn't, it's funny, um, my guest, uh, me with the time zones, like, I mucked up, and then they were having this big power storm, so she lost power, and she couldn't get a hold of me, and she didn't show up to say the least, and I thought, okay, well, I'll just, you know, babble on for, it lasted a half an hour, and I said, well, it was a good show, and, you know, I had talked with a few people, uh, but, uh, Darlene forgot to push record. <laughs> oh, wow. So I was talking to myself and anybody who was in the chat room for, um, actually nobody in the chat room heard me. <laughs> the people that were talking yeah, didn't find, respond. I was like, okay, dark. You know. People will usually chime in after the show has been done, uh, very far into between. I see people actually, uh, in present time listening to a show. But that's, that's because, you know, Sundays, uh, at least here in, in the United States, I know you're you're up in Canada, and uh, but here we we Sunday is is a, a ritual of of watching football from. Yes, definitely. I know there's football going on in my living room right now because my my husband's American. <laughs> I married an American. I had to import a good one. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And, but no, I know. But yeah, and and the thing is now, I have been able thanks to Jay Lynch, good friend. Um, he told me someplace that I can go and upload my, my shows up. So now I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Pod, Pocket Cast, Radio, a whole bunch of things. And and the people are actually listening. So it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I The thing is, I, I love doing the shows, but I hope that at, at least one person gets something out of the show that helps them. And that's, that's what it is. For me, that's what this is. It's not about me. It's about you. It's about the people who listen to the show. Because I think that we, for me, the way I think of life, 
is that everything that I've been through, everything that you've been through, somebody else is either going through it or about to go through it and might just need that tiny little morsel of, of information that you can give them, that we can give them and share with them that will make them go, aha, you know, have that aha moment. We've all, we've all had those. Um, and I think that's how we, if you're, if you are paying attention to everything that happens in your life, like I was telling you earlier on, uh, I don't perceive things as, uh, good or bad. I, I perceive things as experiences. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> um, the reason I post, uh, positive quotes or my videos tend to be positive at best is because I, I, a while ago, I, I realized that what I may think, because I used to, believe it or not, post, you know, about negative things here and there that were happening in my life or someone else's life. or And uh, I realized, you know, what I just talked about and what I posted really uh, pales in comparison to uh, someone I I later on find out is going through cancer and, and chemotherapy and uh, or they, they've only been... They just recently found out that they have to have their legs amputated. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself, and I'm here, I'm here complaining about something so trivial. I know. So I, I tend to always say, you know what? It could be worse. And, uh, I'm just thankful. The way I, I said before, you know, I'm thankful that I have, uh, people that love me and, and wait for me in, in Miami, Florida and people that love me and wait for me here in Utah. So regard, regardless the way I see it, uh, I'm a very, very lucky man. I agree. <laughs> I agree. We have to... There are times in our lives when we think that the world is coming to an end, whether it's teenage heartbreak, but they'll, the next day will come. Um, as you know, we lost a really... I lost a good friend uh, a couple of weeks back, and... I only knew him for a short amount of time, and losing him broke my heart so bad. But I also know that he's not in pain, and he's up there looking down at us, going, duh, you know, like, this this could, you know, things could be worse. Right now, he's okay. I've got a friend who has um, uh, cysts on his brainstem, and they can't operate. So he's been going to... You know, he's been going down and down and down health-wise. And he says the moment that he started to get sick was when people stopped talking to him. Because they're all afraid that he's going to go, you know, and just talk about how bad he's feeling. And and it's not true. I poke him every day and I go, hi, how's it going? He's in Australia. So it's like the time difference is a little bit difficult. But I, when I see his little green light or him, see him comment because I don't want to wake him up. I see him comment, I'll, you know, say, hi, how's it going? And how you feeling today? And he'll be like, well, this morning when he messaged his morning, he said, uh, things are not going well. He's having a hard time moving. They just moved him into a, a senior, not a senior's home, but a, like a retirement home because he can't care for himself anymore. He says, but he says, I'm in my new place. I've got my decorations are all up. And, you know, he's in the same place as his dad. So he gets to see his dad more often. And he still finds that. You know the, the the silver lining, and but some people are sit there and they won't talk to him. I think because they're afraid to to hear that he's not doing good. So I was like, no, he's not doing good, but he's doing great. You know, so, but people well, we have, have to sit there. Go ahead. We, that, that's that's why how you have to put everything into perspective. Um, I think we share the same friend. I'm not going to mention his name out of respect to mm-hmm. uh, the request of his family. They uh, asked that they don't. Um, announce his name or how he died. Uh, I had known him since 2011, um, and I remember meeting him in uh, Mid South. Uh, okay. Very gentle man, um, and uh, it's it's a shame that he felt so low. Uh, I spoke to him on and off here and there, and mm-hmm. I knew most of the things that were going on in his life, and his personal life, but I always tried to keep up the upbeat with him, but yeah. something that um, he did uh, before he passed away was he, he literally uh, purged 
is, is a Facebook page of almost just about everyone except for the ones that he really truly loved and cared for and considered close friends. I um, tragically and and thankfully, uh, honorably, I should say, um, tragically because I read uh, the last thing he wrote and uh, okay. honorably was considered as one of his uh, dear friends. Um, I remember what Bishop Long told me because uh, he was one of the ones that was left on there too. He said, Rich, because um, I, I said, I, I wish there was more I could have done. I had reached out to him via PM and he never mm-hmm. responded back. And then I, I heard the news and he, Bishop Long said, you know, there's really, when someone has made up their mind and they feel so low that they can't move up or away from, from the pain they're in, mm-hmm. there's really nothing you can do. All, you know, if you've done everything you can to get them out of it. And I know that was a struggle. I, I saw the, the comments that were left after his post. And that, that was heart-wrenching to see so many people trying to reach out to, to this uh, mutual friend. And uh, it just didn't work. But you know what? I, I consider this to be uh, something that was unavoidable, unfortunately. Yeah. And um, it, it helps you it. to appreciate life. Yeah, and I look at it as a wake-up call as well, so that the community yes. at large will gather around his memory and do good in his name, yes. which I know yes. they are doing because he was supposed to be doing a dollar dance uh, in a dress with this uh, off-the-shoulder black, little black dress uh, with Jay Lynch, and since he won't be there, uh, somebody is matching every donation that they give to Jay Lynch for his dance in a pink camel and the army boots, um, they're going to match it in his name. So I think that's like a major, major bonus. Uh, he's still going to be there. And this is what a lot of people think. A lot of people will forget. And and they won't forget. Not the, the people who cared won't forget. You know, and we will make it. Like there's an event coming up. I think it's in March of next year. I'm all the way up here in Canada, and I would love to go down and and meet everybody and support this event, but I can't. <laughs> they won't let me cross the border. No, I'm kidding. Um, but you know, <laughs> there's too many people that know me. Okay, um, but um, I will. I, I that that's my thing. I will share. I will push. I will make everybody pay attention. Uh, whether I have to do with a smile, uh, act like a putt or whatever it takes, I will make sure that, that people pay attention and reach out to each other, even if it's once a day. You know, this gentleman that we're talking about, uh, I used, oh, this silliness that we had bets going on. I ordered him a case of beer, six-pack of Canadian beer, and he made a comment about it. It would be just like uh, mess piss. Um, it would just be water. I said, no, no, I'm going <laughs> to get you something that's good. So, you know, I'll have to wait a little while before I can bring it to him, but eventually I'll get it up there, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but no, it's, it's, people don't realize that we don't put out there every day the ups and downs that we go, or the downs that we go through, you know. Uh, I actually, it's funny because I actually had somebody message me last week, why are you always happy? What do you mean by I'm always happy? Because that's what, that's who Mama D is. Do I get mad? Oh, yes. But it's funny when I get all pissy and mad and, and I want to do a, a Facebook Live event, I still end up finding something funny about it. So it's just, you know, I can't be mad. But don't ask my children or my husband if they've ever seen me mad because they'll say yes. But, uh, but people have to find that sunshine, that, that moment of seeing. And if I can irritate the crap out of somebody and make them smile, then yes. You know, I've done my job for the day. Agreed. But, uh, Agreed. And, and this community, the paranormal community, um, it's going through a rocky path right now. And I well, see it. Has it been some time. Yeah. And I see it. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I've never been on an investigation. Um, I've sat in an investigation through my laptop, through, you know, other people's investigations, but never had the, 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 I guess pleasure is not exactly the word, but the pleasure of doing one. And people go, you got to. And eventually I just may. <laughs> me and my little mm-hmm. walk will go through 101. And <laughs> Rowana will love that one. But it's it's hard for me to understand how people can be, have so much in common. 
and not see it and be so negative about it? Well, uh, you have to remember human nature. Uh, you know, you hit the, the uh, nail right on the head when you said how many it's, – it's amazing to see how many people have so much in common yet not get along. Well, there – there are those that truly have a passion and a calling to do and investigate the paranormal um, mm-hmm. and and do it not for, for fame or any kind of fortune. There is no fortune in, in the paranormal. <laughs> yeah. and, and then there are those that do it just to get famous or infamous, I should say. They'll do things um, that uh, would be considered uh, dangerous, that uh, shouldn't be done or controversial, and those are the ones that you have to watch out for, uh, because those are the ones that are just in it to to be on TV or be in a documentary, and it doesn't really matter. I mean, that comes and goes. Yeah. If you're lucky, and you happen to be in the right place at the right time, a producer may actually see you, and you may have a certain look about you, and they'll say, hey, would you like to be on a show? And it happens to be a paranormal show, and I'll have you know, I, I happen to know for a fact that there's a lot of people in paranormal shows throughout the years that have never even investigated a day in their life, and they end up being on a paranormal show, and they pass themselves off as having investigated for 25 years. How is that yeah. possible when they themselves are 28? So that means they were investigating when they were in their underoos, uh, which is quite frankly impossible. But I can honestly say, uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I have been investigating for over 30 years. I will be 50 come November 17th, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm one of the the old schoolers. I'm the one that that I'm looking to bring back um, uh, tape recorders, uh, actual tape recorders, not digital recorders. I would yeah. I'm actually I I have a. a, a uh, what's it called? A Polaroid camera. Oh, oh that's probably uh, cool. Oh yeah, and and I, I I like to do things the way I used to back in the day because I kind of feel we've broken away uh, with all this, these fancy gadgets that that exist nowadays yeah. from what got us here in the first place. I think fancy gadgets have their place, but also you you have a foundation, you have a base, and like you said, uh, Polaroid cameras. Do, Polaroid cameras are coming back. I was watching something, yeah. and they put that in a grab bag. There's Polaroid cameras. I think, my God, they're coming yes. back. You know, uh, cassette recorders. I have a cassette recorder. I can remember um, my mother and uh, didn't live in the same town as we did, uh, in the same province, and she used to um, read stories into the cassette recorder and send it to my kids. So they would still get to hear her voice, and they would still, she would still get to read them bedtime stories. So I'm like, okay, you want a bit answer? Here's Manny. You know, <laughs> just push the button. And I believe I still have the, the cassette. So, I mean, it's, it's, people forget that everything starts somewhere. There's a base, there's a foundation. Oh, and, you know, just when you, you get up a little bit too high on that stepladder, eventually somebody's going to fall off that or somebody's going to help you down and, and work with you. But, uh, but I, I have to say that there's, there's, um, I'm not going to remember their names, but there's a couple of guys who are big and really crazy and funny as all heck. And they, they've, they've done promos for, or done shows, not shows, but uh, auditions, there's the word, uh, for different TV shows. And for some reason, they're not, you know, they're not accepted. And one time I watched him do a video. Gosh, I can't remember his um, And he says, all I want is three shows. I just want to be able to say I did three shows. That will give them the 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 residual money to let him allow him to do whatever the heck it is he wants to do in life. Because he knows that it's only it's something that will happen when he gets on there. It's only going to last a short amount of time, and then there'll be a thing of the past because there'll be somebody new to come along. And I thought that's that's interesting because he's not out to be, you know, on the top of the the heap. But he's out there to get, you know, give him the ability to help the people that need the help. And if that means, you know, for doing a bunch of shows just for the heck of it, you know, it makes sense in a way because at least he's honest with himself. I just can't remember. Well, you know, the, 
the key nowadays when it comes to um, paranormal investigating, people need to bear in mind. Oh, let me hold on. I'll move away from the train. <laughs> no, no, no. She, she kind of happens to be next to a, a train, uh, a train track. So, okay. The train is always uh, passing by one way or the other. But um, I, I think when when people start realizing that um at least for me uh the paranormal is not a, a means with which for me to become big and famous or anything like that i, I haven't even as much as bothered with <clears throat> a youtube show or a channel i we, we wayward souls does but it's really for our clientele to, to use to their advantage if they so choose mm-hmm. um but uh I know that my calling, when it came down to it, was to help people. Yep. And um, I, I, I remember when I first had my paranormal experience, I was 16 years of age, 15 going on 16, and no one in my house could explain it. I had to go to the library, and that's how I came across the name Hans Holzer and started reading his books. And I finally got an answer for what I had experienced, and once I had that answer, well, Hans Holzer indirectly helped me understand what I was going through. That being said, um, I then chose to continue researching and investigating and gathering as much uh, information as I could so I would be able to help someone else uh, yeah. that was in the same position that I was in. And that's really why I do it. I don't do it for uh, the fame. I don't do it for the fortune. I don't do it for anything other than simply to help others. And, and that even reflects through Wayward Souls promotions. Yep. As you said earlier, Jen and I don't promote ourselves. We actually offer a service to, to help promote other people. Yeah. And okay. get what they have already established out, you know, into the public eye. We don't, we're not a talent agency, uh, per se, but we already promote what they have established, like Sherilyn Carter. Uh, she's a, right now, I believe, a four-time author and yep. working on a fifth book. Yeah. And, um, a very good writer, and she's also a psychic medium. Uh, we have, uh, Vicky Bernat, we, <laughs> we have, yeah, yeah, and she's everywhere. She's going, always being asked to go here, there, and everywhere. We mm-hmm. have David Childers, who's, who's always on TV one way or the other, and, uh, we're honored to have every, we consider all the people, all the clientele that we have on Wayward Souls Promotions part of the family. And <laughs> um, uh, that's how we try to treat them because we, we would like to be treated the same way. It's true. Um, I, I've known you for, for a little bit. And you have always been very, like I said, I, I watch your lives. And even when you, you say you, pull, you used to post negative stuff, Maybe that was before my time. That's making me really feel old, Darlene. Um, <laughs> before my time. But yeah. you're always there and you're helping somebody. Um, there's a lovely young lady who's, who I talked to, haven't talked to in a while, but I used to talk to her every day and she's, she, she raves about you because every time she has an issue, she says, I can call him and he has no, he has no problem helping me out and, you know, giving me his advice. It's because that's who you are. You don't. Well, I, I, you don't do it I, for yourself. You do it to help. Somebody's vocal dancer. Well, believe it or not, that's what I've discovered. Um, is that by helping others, I help myself. It's true. And uh, yeah, and 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 that's how you get yourself out of those slumps. And when you're so down on yourself, you're only focusing on yourself. You're you're wallowing in your own self pity. You're not doing yourself any good. So. Um, it's funny how the universe works when I am feeling that way. Someone reaches out to me, and I won't name her name. Someone, uh, reached out to me, uh, a few days ago. I wasn't, I was, I wasn't really, really down, but I, I was somewhat in a, uh, you know, down, um, way. And yeah, I was in a bit of a funk, I guess you could say. And, uh, I get a text from this friend of mine, and, um, she needed some, some, someone to talk to. So mm-hmm. I told her, give me a minute, let me get my headset and now we'll talk. And that's exactly for about an hour and a few minutes. 
Mm-hmm. I, I let her talk. I gave her some advice, and she felt better about things, and that's all. That helped me, you know, get out of that funk. Yeah, it is. But at Helping, the end of the day, that's all that matters. Exactly. Helping others, you sit there, and, and sometimes what you're saying to that person, and I've done it myself, but you're saying to that person to, to help them, whether it's just giving them your, like I call it, sitting on the fence. You, you're not giving them. You're not giving your opinion, giving both sides of the fence, and they have to choose where to go. But sometimes when you're giving that advice, you have that little nugget that's sort of like the, the smack upside the back of your own head going, you see, I'm giving, okay, I should pay attention to myself a little more often when I talk, you know. And it is, it does help you to to help the other person, but it helps yourself. It's like when uh, the very first time I gave a Reiki treatment. To somebody other than my husband, who was my, you know, in-house guinea pig, <laughs> um, I, I called my master afterwards and I said, "I am so pumped." And he says, "Yeah." I said, yeah. "Because you know, it was fun. It was great to be able to help somebody." And I didn't realize that the energy that you know I could do for myself without not taking the energy for myself but giving to somebody else when you help somebody else, whether it's conversation or your videos or being being their 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 dad or their, their partner or whatever, when you help the other person, it helps you too. And some people just don't yes. get that. Just imagine all the people that, that you have helped as well over the years that needed just that those few words of encouragement. And that in itself is something that may have pulled them out of a tailspin that could have led to something more tragic happening in their lives. Just a few kind words to help lift their spirits. But yeah, no, I get it. I, but, and the thing is yeah. for me, that's what people need to do. People need to, to, to get out of their own heads sometimes and, you know, take a moment and go help somebody else. I think that's what volunteerism is. is uh, volunteerism is a good thing because it's not always uh, it's not always about helping yourself. It's about helping somebody else, and you can do it in so many ways. And you and Jen. And, and I, I think the, the mutual friend. Mm-hmm. I think the mutual friend that you and I are speaking of is uh, Amanda Kay. Yes. Yes. She's such a way and, and she's very very high on you. Speaks very highly of you as well. Yeah. And, uh, I have a great deal of respect for her as well. She's gone through a lot in her life, but you know what? She's she's uh, she's coming out of it and beginning to find herself uh, yep. in as to what her place in life is. It's true because she's she like like you said she is an amazing lady. Um, I don't remember how we became. Whoops. I totally did. <laughs> yes, I agree, Jen. She is an amazing woman. Um, I don't remember how we connected, but it was she. It's just like she's always there. Just like she's yeah. always been there. And you know, when she says, "I just need to hear," uh, you know, have a chit chat with you. It's like, "Yep, yeah, fine, not here. I'm here. Not a problem." You know, and and sometimes we'll just well, uh, well as I call it, play tag, message tag. She'll leave me a question, and then I'll answer it later, and then she'll get to it into the message later. So, but the thing is, people don't realize that that two-second, you know, somebody sends you a message going, you know, Rich, I have this problem, blah, 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 blah. And you may not be able to see it right away, but you do, like, we'll say an hour later, two hours later, and the person may not be there to get that at that moment, but when they do, it's like, ah. Yeah. So, Connections and and helping people are not always an instantaneous thing. You know, sometimes it takes a while to for for you to connect the dots. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, Amanda's a doll, and she loves you guys. Ah, oh, can't stop talking about you. But then again, I have to agree with her. She, you got you guys, you and Jen are an amazing couple, and the, the princess is like, she's. I just can't. I just can't wait to see your face the first time some guy knocks on the door. Goes, I'd like to take her out for a date. <laughs> really? Really? No. That's <laughs> <laughs> a dead moment. Yeah. Well, we are at the end of our show, and as usual, things go so quickly. We talk about everything and anything, and the most important thing I think everybody should get out of this conversation is that get off your desk, 
help somebody else, it'll take you out of your funk. You know, being funky sometimes is good, but when it gets a little bit too sad, reach out to help somebody else. I'll bet you 10 to 1 that it'll make you smile. So I thank you very much. Um, if anybody wants to get a hold of you again, Rich Valdez, you can follow him on Facebook. He's, after making a mistake of accepting me as a friend, he doesn't accept anybody else. He said, I made that last mistake. I won't do it again. <laughs> but follow him. He has amazing, helpful videos. They have wayward soul promotions. He has, and I let it all go. <laughs> Love you too, Jen. Um, wayward soul promotions, paranormal consulting agency dot com. Waver Souls, you can follow him on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to see his his uh, his experts and his the most gorgeous model in the entire world, Sinister Seventeen Shots. Check him out. And tell him I said hi. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, everybody, I'll see you all next week where my guest will be the none other than Teresa Lynch. We're going to talk about Bodine. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks very much, and I'll talk to you again soon.